Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast. Get it in your ears. Get this in your hands, though, on Sportsbet's new iPhone app. The easiest betting app just got easier. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning and thanks for joining us. Now, Andrew Rose at the Sydney Cricket Ground this afternoon, 1.45pm. You'll be there to see Buddy Franklin play his 300th game for the Swans against St Kilda. That's right, Chris Gale. It's also diversity round as well. The last home game for the Swans, always a fun one of the year. Looking forward to it. Kieran Jack and Jared McVeigh retiring as well today. How important have those three players been to the Swans? Oh, very important. I mean, it's going to be a different looking Swans next year. And uh, I hope Buddy sticks around because, you know, the, the budget for Baby All to just cover his tattoos is enough to uh, fuel a, a, a small independent rugby league team, I think. You've got some pull out there. Can you find out? His arms look magnificent in that oil. I would love to it's, get me some. It's a good 40 minutes of application before a game. <laughs> of course, I need to get me some arms as well. Yep. Now, in the cricket this hour, we're covering... The fact that Australia is well on top, but a lot of the talk has been about this new kid, Jofra Archer. Mm. It's brought up discussions about the relevance of the bouncer in the modern game. And surprise, shock, horror, he shouldn't have even been playing, but England changed the eligibility oh, rules. Oh, that's in Queensland. We'll also look at basketball as well. The Americans and the Canadians are here. And a couple of different people had a couple of interesting opinions about their view at the basketball game in Melbourne a couple of nights ago. And we'll have some tickets to give away to Austra- uh, uh, USA v Canada. Kudos, right. Bank Arena coming I'm up. I'm going to that one. Show. All that coming up. But Team of the Decade is all the talk this week with the NRL and experts having their say. But as fans... We want to build a team of the loose cannons you got of the last decade, and we're going to do that next. It's The Weekend Legends on Triple M. A show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working half fast. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and the team of the decades being announced all over the shop this year from uh, this week from NRL.com to experts. Mm. And we've named our team of the decade the loose cannons, and we want to fill it with players that we find both entertaining and a little bit risky on field. Chris. Absolutely, Lachlan. I don't know about you, Rose, but I've got list fatigue of the greats, the best, etc., etc. We get it. You have a 10 best team of the decade, blah, blah, blah. You used to play footy. We get it. What do you know what's more interesting? A team called the Loose Cannons, full of nothing but people that spark up footy. Because watching the games over the last two nights, that's what we want right now. Right? 100%, 100%. NRL.com launched their team of the decade. I didn't even look at it. Boring. But we've got four <laughs> candidates already for our Loose Cannon team just from these two games, as you said. Jaden yep. Sewer and Jimmy the Jet last night. Get him in. Jimmy the Jet's in the Loose Cannons immediately. Uh, we spoke to Spud Carroll in the previous hour, and he simply said, dog shot. <laughs> Remus Smith from your Bulldogs and Nathan Brown from Parramatta. Outstanding. It upset yeah. his own grandmother. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's nonna. And it's what uh, Lachlan says. These players are entertaining, but they've got a little bit of risk about them. Yeah. Talk about Nathan Brown. The malaise that he had with Josh Jackson mm. and Aidan Tolman at the end of the game brought back echoes of the Battle of Brookvale back in 2011. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, briefly. So Ryan Hinchcliffe from the Storm uh, hit a shot on Darcy Lussick. The players had a bit of push and shove. Oh, yeah. And then Adam Blair and Glenn Stewart were put in the bin. So Stewart goes first for for Manly, and then the referee staggers them. Might right. have been Chechen from memory. Yeah. And then Adam Blair walks off and accelerates up to Stewart. Oh, no. And they start jawing on the sideline, and it was on. Yeah. I love that loose cannon behavior. What about your mate Jimmy Graham back in the 2012 Grand Final? Yeah, I mean, he's no one else gets that angry and that their head go that red than when, <laughs> than when James Graham's unhappy. He's 
I'd say he's the captain of the loose cannons. Right. Well, he took a little bit of a chew out of Billy Slater's ear. And I think that is the moment when Australians started to love James yeah. Graham. Yeah, yeah, And he's had to adjust his behavior over time. His finger technique, he went from the straight finger at the ref to the hook finger and then yeah. just the hands behind the back. But then now he just yells, run it again, son. Run again, son. <laughs> your, your best mate in rugby league has a bit of loose cannon about him, doesn't he? Oh, you mean uh, my former co-host, Josh Reynolds, or Jay Ren, as I'd like to call him at our mates, the best tripper in the game, I so- think... <laughs> <laughs> turning out for the Tigers this weekend. Yeah, he's showing up for the Tigers. I reckon he'd be uh, perfect in the loose cannons. And if we're putting a loose cannons team together, we need a couple to watch. Firstly, we need a jersey. How good would a loose cannons <laughs> jersey be? We're going to make a weekend legends loose cannons jersey. We're an ideas machine. Send your emails to Triple M. Jack Hetherington from the Penrith Panthers. He's only played a couple of games this year. Had a fantastic verbal a while back with Andrew Fafita. Picked up three suspensions in his first 13 games. Uh, he says, my problem is the only way is I go out and I play at 100 miles an hour. Sure, sure. Likens yeah. himself a bit to the great MG from the Triple M's rush hour. <laughs> and then Keegan Hipgrave from the Gold Coast Titans. I love this guy. He's got a fantastic bad guy moustache. Yeah. Seven games this year. He got two suspensions in his first three games of NRL. How good. He got Simbin twice in the one game. How good. <laughs> and he said, my problem is I go out and I play at 100 miles an hour. I see a bit of a trend here. Yeah, I know that's controversial, but to the loose cannons, that's a glowing resume, right? Now, <laughs> now they should get metric to, for first of all, but Keegan's trying to do something about this. He says he listens to the likes of Mumford and Sons and Florence and the Machine well, before games. There's your problem. That's right? really going to make you angry. <laughs> yeah. But to counterbalance it, he says, I'm looking for things that relax me off the field. Surfing, meditation, and skydiving? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the most relaxing thing I can think of, falling out of a plane. <laughs> Loose Cannons, Team of the Decade, applications to the Weekend Go Legends. The cannons. We at the Legends would pay money to watch the Loose Cannons. If we've missed someone from that team, one triple three five three. we want to hear it. Up next, your Ashes update, and boy, will it make you smile. You're on Ooh. the Weekend Legends, Down Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-fives! Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and uh, we want to thank you for calling on 13353 for your contenders for our Loose Cannons, the team of the decade. Darren's called in and suggested Michael Ennis. I don't know how we missed Ooh, that. That's a great one. Why aren't we thinking harder? Yeah, that is a good one. Ennis is good. And also Paul from Horsley called up and gave us Josh Maguire. Now that's... Pretty obvious, right? The grub. Yeah, but Maguire featured heavily in our feedback from the Newtown Jets a couple of weeks ago about who's the biggest grub. Yep. But notice that Cameron Smith's name is missing from this list because he's anything but a loose cannon. Yeah, right? he's, he's, he's straighty 180. I, I'm surprised no one's called to get a membership to the loose cannons yet, you know, for the season. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> Guys, the ashes are happening overnight and you're likely to wake up wondering what's happened down at Headingley. Chris, if you could do the honours... Thank you, Lachlan. It is all good news for your Australian cricket supporters. England wrestled last night, Rose, for a paltry 67 runs. Now, we were hanging out yesterday, Chris, and I was like, what do you reckon tonight? You know, are we going to get anything here or are we just done? Because we were all out for, what, 179? Yes. You, you didn't seem that confident, but now well, you seem pretty happy. Well, 179 is not a great score, <laughs> but we've gone on to add another 171 runs for the loss of six wickets. So the game situation, we lead by 283, okay. three days to go. Mm-hmm. That's not enough runs. It's not enough, no. We have to have another good day today. You know, get England chasing 400 because there'll be time to score the runs, but it will be going against the trend. One of the really outstanding things in the England innings was the Australian catching. Tim Payne took four as wicketkeeper, but David Warner was absolutely magnificent in what he was able to do. Edge done, Dan. Another good catch. After dropping those two at Lords, Warner has found the new art of catching.
Water was on fire in the slips. And you could tell after some of those wickets, Chris, that he was proving something to people. It was like he was back, you know. It came off the back of his half century in the first innings. Unfortunately, he went out and got a duck Yeah, <laughs> in the second innings. Well, at least he's fielding well, fielding well. But that was Joe Root being dismissed, the England captain. Huge. Now, he's, that's his second duck in a row. He scored less than 105 innings in this series. So we're always looking for pivot points. Root has to turn things around immediately for England to survive in the Ashes. Yeah, he's a, a crucial part of their run scoring. And when he gets out for a duck, you see what happens to England. They just get destroyed. But boy, our spirits have lifted, haven't they, after the uh, horrible injury to Steve Smith when he was hit in the neck by the new England sensation, Jofra Archer. Yeah, I want to ask you about this because this, that was a bummer moment for Steve Smith. But everyone is talking about Jofra Archer, this young fast bowler. He looks like one of those intimidating fast bowlers from back in the day in cricket. But he's so young. When I heard an interview with him, he was a kid. He's 23. He's not that young. Oh, but he's like, oh, yeah, you know, happy to bowl a fastball. I was waiting for, like, I will crush all opponents. <laughs> what it's done is it's reignited the debate about the role of the short pitch bowling or the bouncer. This is a debate that's been going since the 1930s and Bodyline. Yeah, let's keep it going. A series I know you enjoyed thoroughly. Yeah, huge Bodyline fan. And... I think Peter Fitzsimons was discussing why is this the only team sport that allows people to still attack the head and that the bouncer potentially should be eliminated from cricket. What do you think? Well, I mean, uh, Peter Fitzsimons was quoted as saying, in other sports, rugby union, rugby league, AFL, attacking above the head, off you go, sent from the field, right? So if you look at it from a, a ball sport perspective, you know, like baseball, if you get hit with the ball in baseball, that's a walk. You get to go to first base. You get, you know, some, you know, change to the game because of getting hit with the ball. In cricket, you get hit in the head with the ball and everyone goes, play on. Yes, but you're trying to avoid it. In those other sports, they ban attacking the head because you can't avoid it. If a player decides to hit you, this is a game, a contest between bat and ball, and I'm a bowler and I am sick of this. This is why. Thicker, more powerful bats, dead wickets, shorter boundaries. Take the bouncer out of cricket. You may as well go home, Rose. But that's not what fans want, Chris. Chris don't want... uh, uh, Fans don't want bouncers at people's heads. They want sixes. They want uh, big shots with the bat. So, unfortunately, bowlers are in the uh, minority now. Look, I'm so annoyed about this, and I'm even more annoyed about Jofra Archer, who, by the way, has no wickets in the second innings, and yep. let's hope it stays that way. He's good, way. though. He's really good. He shouldn't even be playing for England. What do you mean? The eligibility rules were you're meant to have been domiciled for seven years, and they had a look at the World Cup coming up and said, well, Jofra won't be eligible till 2022. No. That's three years too late, so they wound it back to four oh. years. The kid shouldn't even be playing. England, you're a joke. We have one hand on the trophy. Come on, the Aussies. You can catch all the action tonight. But up next, basketball's making news, and we're going to tell you what you might have missed. Plus, we've got some tickets to USA v Canada. You're on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids' under six soccer. Ah. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose on Triple M, and the USA and Canadian men's basketball teams are in the country, have been for a week, a week and a bit, but they're still making news, Chris. There's a lot of news around this, Lachlan. So these are all warm-up games for the Basketball World Cup that starts next week in China. It's literally next week. It all gets going. And the USA plays Canada in Sydney on Monday Night Rose. I'm heading out there to Kudos Bank Arena, and we've got some tickets to give away, don't we, Lachlan? Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I mean, I know people have said certain things about the players that have pulled out from the USA team, but... I, I want to stress that these USA and Canadian teams are both still world-class teams and worth going to watch. So the USA took on the Australian Boomers down in Melbourne last Thursday night, Rose, and prevailed 102 points to 86. Yep. All-star Kemba Walker from the NBA, 23 points, including 21 in the second half. Mm. Miles Turner for the USA, 15 points, 14 rebounds. Looks suspiciously like the wrestler R-Truth, who I know you're a big fan of. <laughs> For the Australians, Paddy Mills and Chris Golding, 19 points 
each, but yep. it hasn't been without its controversy, the Melbourne fixtures, have they? No, look, they tried to do something grand with the Melbourne fixtures, right? You know, when they first announced it, this is Team USA. This is the dream team, essentially, versing uh, the Australian Boomers, one of the best Australian basketball teams we've ever had. So, of course, they wanted to go big, right? So, they put it in Marvel Stadium. Is that what they call it now? Yes, it's Marvel Stadium. Marvel Stadium. You know, 50,000 people in an arena. Now, it's something, you know, you've got to realize about basketball. It's a very small court. So, putting 50,000 people in an arena... The views are not going to be great, right? Some of the punters were upset were in the cheap seats in the back row, and they said they look like ants. It's a basketball game. What were you expecting? (laughs) What were you expecting? But here's the thing. You can't raise a basketball court up, say, as high as a UFC uh, cage or something like that because you still need the people close by to be able to see the game. So on TV... It looked amazing. It looked incredible on television. 50,000 people, these lights that looked like a movie. But in the crowd, it was not great. And, you know, you know you're in trouble when Rusty Crow is one of the people in the crowd having a complaint, right? So he reckons he spent maybe $1,500 on tickets, sitting on a fold-out chair, a couple rows from the front, and you can't see anything because there's people standing up in front of you and all that stuff. I tell you what, he missed a huge opportunity to just tweet, I was not entertained! Mm. <laughs> The controversy extends beyond those issues of who turns out to the games and what the viewing quality was like. Yeah. Jonah Bolden was not there for the Boomers. He played over in Perth in the two games against Canada, and he started in the second game, but he's left the team for personal reasons. What do you mean? Well, this has created huge controversy. I immediately thought his professional team, the 76ers, a bit like Ben Simmons, said, mate, we need you home. Sure, sure. Because you're young and you're a developing player. But there's a suggestion that he walked out because of his positioning in the team, that he wasn't getting enough minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, and former Sydney Kings coach and Boomers star Andrew Gay said, I'm concerned that he walked out because he assessed that the number of minutes was affecting his brand. Yeah, see that, you know, this kind of annoys me because this is a very American sport mentality. You know, my brand, my crew, what makes me the most money. You know, he needs to fix this early because your con- representing your country should be the most important thing you do no matter what sport you're playing and no matter what sport you're representing. To think of it as just minutes and something to build your brand is very unhealthy. I hope someone talks to him about this. I hope he does clarify it because his athleticism along with Simmons is exactly what the boomers need. We need you. Because they almost competed with the States. And he, he was fantastic over in Canada. And you make a statement in a team-first culture by your contribution. Chris Golding hit 19 points and has elevated himself on the rotation. Yeah. Jonah, we need you back, Yeah, but we need you back soon, and look, man. This Australia versus Canada game is coming up. Do not be afraid of what we're saying about the Melbourne game. It's not going to be 50,000 people. It's an arena where the Sydney Kings play all the time. Kudos Bank Arena. It's going to be dope. Chris, you're going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Don't forget, you can catch USA versus Canada as international basketball comes to Sydney in one huge game. Tickets on sale now from Ticket Tech, but we want to reward you. We want to give you some tickets to go see USA versus Canada Monday, 26th of August, Kudos Bank Arena. Ooh. Give us a call now, one triple three five three. Up next, the delicious Wendell Sailor is going to take us around the grounds for Paddy's Markets to break down the rest of round 23. You're on the Weekend Legends, Sydney's Triple M. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Lamb's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and still a lot of action to happen in the rest of round 23. And we're going to go around the ground for Paddy's Markets. But first, I want to welcome in Wendell Saylor. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, guys. Thanks very much for having me in. Um, listening to your show on the way up from Wollongong. Geez, uh, you guys have some fun. Oh, mate, we love being here. And, uh, there's, there's a dog supporter here who's so confident <laughs> that they're going to play finals football. Four in a row, baby. We're oh. on our way. <laughs> He, he absolutely is convinced that the other nine yeah. results that have to go his way, Wendell, will happen. Mate, I'm telling you, after what I've seen the last couple of days, you never know. But 
What would I know? I took the Parramatta Reels the other night to beat the dogs, Mate, and uh, that was embarrassing for me. Please, Del, keep Tibbet against my dogs. It seems to be working. You didn't make any conditional bets around that particular <laughs> Yeah, thing, I, I big note of myself, which is something different, and I said to Maroon, honestly, I said, if the dogs the dogs beat Parramatta tonight, I'll, I'll run Noon around here. Ooh, um, when's that happening? No, I would have done it, but you get fined, and I think SCA wouldn't want me doing that, you know, one of their high-profile Fair people enough. doing that. So yeah, Doesn't HR kill everything? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> everything. Hey, th- th- I'm all for self-promotion, so don't worry, usually, guys. <laughs> So Triple M covering the 3 o'clock game today between Cronulla and the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Josh Dugan back for Matt Moylan and Andrew Fafita also back in, Rose. Yeah, the Dragon, uh, they cop a bit of a loss to the Dragons. Do you think uh, the Sharks can re-establish the cohesion they had in this season heading into the eight? Oh, look, I think, look, with local derbies, no matter where you're coming or where you're at, um, you find something. The Dragons tried to find something and they got close. But, you know, you just need to win those games. You need the two points. I think they'll bounce back against uh, the Warriors. I mean, they won last week, I know, but... I think they'll take it to another level today. Mm. Be fun to watch Sean Johnson up against his old club. Yeah, well, it was pretty fun. ordinary a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Look, you know, but now that game's out of the way, yep. and you know, now you know he should be right. Hopefully, he unleashes a bit of Sean Johnson magic today. At five thirty PM, my West Tigers take on Newcastle out at Campbelltown Stadium. Now, there's an interview with Josh Reynolds in the press this morning. Said that he's been helped through the tough times by a radio broadcaster that he knows. And you know he was on this show a couple of weeks That's ago with so Rose. That's sweet. He's referencing me. It was Ray Hadley. Oh. <laughs> what? This is a win or go home game, isn't it, Yeah, I, yeah, it is. It is. Actually, I heard you a bit of bromance with uh, Josh Reynolds. But uh, yeah, it is. It's one of those games. But the Sharks, they won't lose this game. But it just depends which Warriors team turns up, you know. But I just think uh, they'll get the job done today. And 7.35pm tonight, the St. George Illawarra Dragons take on the Sydney Roosters at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. There's a rumour going around that a Tristan Saylor might be playing, Wendell. Do you have any comment on that? Ooh. Oh, look, I know he's in the mix. I know he was, he's in the 18, so um, he may be in the 17. And if he is, uh, good luck to him. I know that his mum and dad are proud of him. So uh, hopefully uh, he gets a start tonight. And, um, yeah, um, I get to go and watch him. That'll be must-see yeah, rugby that'd, league, That'll be some emotions, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Tomorrow, the Melbourne Storm coming off an absolute shellacking, i.e. they lost by four points. Yeah. Uh, against the Gold Coast down oh. at Amy Park. Will we be seeing the Ashes again, another cricket score? Oh, we will, because you know what? I, I know Craig Bellamy, I know the Melbourne Storm, they get embarrassed when they lose a game like the, those tight ones that they should have won last week. Um, Canberra, massive effort. Canberra, take note, they're going all right too, but Melbourne will bounce back and they'll put plenty on them. Yeah, that, that must, I mean, the Titans yeah. must be terrified by any rugby league team they have to play, but after watching the yeah. Storm lose last week, they must be <laughs> yeah. shaking in their boots. Even after, is it, uh, like, in the talk like Joy Arrow now, probably their most important player yeah. is, is going to look elsewhere, uh, which if I'm Joy Arrow, I'm looking elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they are queuing up. They really are queuing yeah, up. Are. And I mean, as we said last week, they've got beaches, they've got theme parks. Do they need a rugby league team on the Gold yeah, Coast? No, no, they don't. I don't think they do. No. Man, and I've been to the Gold Coast many times. Let me tell you, the last thing I want to do there is go there and watch a football team. <laughs> <laughs> that game at 2pm, Triple M covering the 4.05pm, which continues to annoy me. Why can't it just be at 4 o'clock? Yeah. Canberra take on Manly in a top four Clash at GIO Stadium. Uh, Wendell, a great quote from Ricky Stewart. There are no easy games in the NRL. It's a long-grinding season. You have to be focused every week to be consistent or you'll fall off a cliff. Can you handle that many cliches? <laughs> no, that's too many for conference? me. Like, I would have tuned off by now, but I'm telling you now, I tip mainly to get the upset there. Yep. Yeah, I just think Canberra. Yeah, Canberra have had, they've had everything thrown at them the last couple of weeks. At some stage, you need a down week.
Yeah, I'm, I'm with Dell yeah. on this one. I think Manly's yeah. going to steal nice. this. Yes, we'll give it to me. I've like, got some skin from Dell. Talk about your bromance. I yeah. think we need to move on, Lachlan. Wendell, we'll catch you after <laughs> Thanks, 12 guys. with the Triple M call team. Enjoy the game to Savo, and good luck to Tristan Saylor. Hopefully he gets his start. Yeah. We'll all be Thank watching. You, that's Thank the, you, Del. That's thanks to Paddy's Markets, celebrating the footy season with a barbecue. Visit Paddy's Markets for all your fresh food, paddysmarkets.com.au. What did I miss? Up next, Weekend Legends Triple M. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose, and we're almost done here, guys. And if you want to catch our chat with Spud Carroll or Wendell Saylor, get the Catch Up podcast from the Triple M app. It's all there. You can catch up on any shows that you missed throughout the week. You know, I sound better in Catch Up, Lachlan. It's true. Is that how it works? True story. There's a lot in sport that happens every week that you pu- can't possibly see, which is why we do this. What did I miss? Most people would have missed the Roosters versus the Warriors last weekend out at the SCG Rose. No. And you would have seen Teddy Tedesco. His jersey got torn at the shoulder and he needed to change it, so he just sort of stripped off. Mm. First of all, what are they making jerseys out of these days? Tissue paper? Uh, Yeah, it's got to be lean and grippy so no one can tackle you. But this is how committed the Roosters are. This was Robbo saying, I am protesting the stripping rule. Teddy, get your gear off. And the crowd went wild, and pretty much the only time they went wild at the game. We could do this for charity. Teddy and Dell could get their gear off together. It'd be great. Lovely. The XFL. Do you remember the XFL, Chris? I do. alternative to American football is starting up in February next year. We're going to have two uh, American football leagues, which is like the Super League ARL thing back in the day. They announced the eight new teams for the league. Some of them are pretty cool. Like the Seattle Dragons is pretty cool. I like the St. Louis Battle Hawks. What's a Battle Hawk? I don't know, but it sounds pretty cool. Doesn't exist. Some of them, not so cool. Uh, the Houston Roughnecks. I don't no, really get that. No, they should have called them the Pencil Necks. <laughs> and the DC Defenders. I mean... Cool. Do you really have no other references? Well, they'll be fun to watch. They'll just be defending all game. <laughs> yeah, needless to say, it's going to be pretty exciting with some of the new teams. And I think a team called the Guardians. I mean, what it sounds like an adult incontinence product. <laughs> now, speak, speaking of people with their shirts off, he is back rows. Peter Talfatafua from Tonga, who had his shirt off in the 2016 Olympics marching for Tonga. Sorry, say his name again. Peter Talfatafua. Yes, he's great. I remember him with the flag. Very proud. He's represented Tonga in Taekwondo in the Summer Olympics. Cross-country skiing in the Winter Olympics. He's now... Applying for the World Kayaking Championships. Wow. He's going to be kayaking in 2020 in Tokyo. No one has ever done three he, Olympic sports. He's the new Nova. I love it. That's great. Well, I know we've all been talking about the Australia versus England stoush in the ashes, but that's not the only rivalry that's happened over there, Chris. There's the battle of the breakfast spreads. Oh, yes. Because Vegemite and Marmite are going head to head because Marmite's English, right? They're and, trying to. And it's tasty, but it, it ain't no Vegemite. No, it's garbage. I'm Vegemite <laughs> all day. And Vegemite are putting up post jingles making fun of Marmite. It's great to watch. Watch the real war go down over there. One more day, one more good day, and Vegemite will prevail. Oh, come on, Vegemite. Come on, Australia. That's the Weekend Legends done for another week. We'll catch you next time right here, 104.9, a Sydney's Triple M. Enjoy your sport. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast is done, but the fun is just beginning. Check out Sportsbet's new iPhone app. Download it now. Gamble responsibly.